I'm going to bring today's reading. Hopefully today's reading is 2 Corinthians 10, uh, 10 to 18. If it's not, Jason stitched me up. But, uh, <laughs> so 2 Corinthians 10, 10 to 18. For some say his letters are weighty and forceful, but in person he is unimpressive and his speaking amounts to nothing. Such people should realize that what we are in our letters when we are absent, we will be in our actions when we are present. We do not dare to classify or compare ourselves with some who commend themselves. When they measure themselves by themselves and compare themselves with themselves, they are not wise. We, however, will not boast beyond proper limits, but will confine our boasting to the field God has assigned to us, a field that reaches even to you. We are not going too far in our boasting, as would be the case if we had not come to you, for we did get as far as you with the gospel of Christ. Neither do we go beyond our limits by boasting of work done by others. Our hope is that at, as your faith continues to grow, our area of activity among you will greatly expand so that we can preach the gospel in the regions beyond you. For we do not want to boast about work already done in another man's territory. But let him who boasts, boast in the Lord. For it is not the one who commends himself who is approved, but the one whom the Lord commends. Thank you, Gary. It's great to be with you this morning. My name's Dan. I'm part of the leadership team here at the church. And if you've been with us for more than one week, you will know, uh, you will have heard about us, uh, the name Regions Beyond, uh, and we, you'd have heard us speak about this family of churches that we are part of. You know, two weeks ago, we, uh, we gave to our special offering, raising yeah, over a thousand pounds to send to our brothers and sisters and support them in our Regions Beyond church in Pakistan. Uh, and, but who are? Who are Regions Beyond? What does it mean to be part of this family? Well, this month, um, we join with Regions Beyond churches across the world. Every single church who is part of this movement is giving this month to explore what it is to be part of Regions Beyond. What, it, it, what God's call is on us as a church in this place, but also to the nations. Uh, and we hope that as we do this, we will get a big picture of what God is doing and what our part is to play. Hopefully, as you came in, you will have received one of these. Did you receive one of these? Yes. I saw the box was empty, so well done, welcome team. And this booklet explains a little bit about who we are, some key words that we feel God has given us, and the values that we share as a family. Please try and listen to me and refrain from just reading it all now, but do take it home and uh, pick it up over the coming days and, and read it. Read what it has to say. The booklet says that Regions Beyond is a diverse family of churches joined in apostolic partnership. Today I want to explore a little bit about what that means. As a church, we've been going since 2006, but our history can be traced much further back. Um, if you've got the next picture for me, uh, this, uh, the man on uh, the 
right. Um, a man named Terry Vergo, and in the 1960s, uh, Terry Vergo was baptized in the Holy Spirit. It was the early days of the charismatic movement, and it was a time when people were realizing that Holy Spirit was not only alive, but it was accessible to them, that they could be filled with the Spirit. Steve spoke about that last week. The power of the Holy Spirit was available to us. And over the next few years, uh, many people experienced a move of the Holy Spirit. Uh, many found, were, were already in churches and found opposition as people didn't really understand what was going on. And, and some people were forced out of churches and so new churches started to emerge. And a number of these churches in the south of England started to, uh, to relate to Terry Vergo. Am I right there? Do you want me Okay, uh, Terry Vergo and, and the church movement, which would be later called New Frontiers, emerged. Many years later, and, and there's a number of churches, uh, a large number of New Frontiers churches that are being planted throughout the country, including one up in Middlesbrough. And then in, uh, in 2006, Steve and Joe Whittington, who joined us last week, they, and a small group moved from Middlesbrough to Hull to establish Jubilee Church Hull. As a church, we were part of New Frontiers and we you know, received oversight from those who related to us within the movement. And by 2011, New Frontiers had grown throughout the world and, and Terry Vergo felt it was the right time to release new people to lead. One of them was this man. Next picture, please. Steve Oliver. Steve Oliver was leading a church in the mountains in the free state of South Africa. And he's, uh, but he was released to lead, and so Regions Beyond was born. Initially, Regions Beyond was just a, a few churches in South Africa, a couple in Lesotho, uh, and a couple in the UK. Uh, but more and more churches over the years began to join them. And in 2016, um, we as a church were starting to build a, a friendship with Steve Oliver, and we felt like God spoke to us about joining this family and receiving what we would call apostolic oversight from Steve Oliver. And over the years, seven years, nearly eight years since we made that decision, we've, we've seen regions beyond grow and grow. From one church in the mountains of South Africa, we have over, tw we're in now 28 nations. Can one of the welcome team go and get my wife who's in kids' work? Because that's my son who's on the screen. <laughs> She's in Green Explorers. Thank you, Hayley. <laughs> we, we now have over 28, we're involved in 28 nations, although only 23 are mentioned in this book because the other five we can't talk about because uh, of uh, persecution and it's dangerous if we publicize what they're doing. But we're in 28 nations. Um, we have over 180 churches. We find ourselves in the Netherlands, uh, in South Africa, in Lesotho, in Sierra Leone, in Liberia, in Burundi, in Zanzibar, in Zambia, in Malawi, in USA, in Brazil, in Mexico, India, Pakistan, ne Nepal, Bhutan, in the churches in the Middle East, Malaysia, the Philippines, Australia, and of course, the United Kingdom. We're truly a global family. And if you want to find out more about the values, then please do read the booklet. And then if you are new amongst us, if you've been, joined, if you've been part of Jubilee for, any, for, for a short amount of time and you, you're thinking, I, I want to know more, I want to get involved, next Sunday we would love you to come to our Joining the Family lunch. You can just hear more about who we are as a church, what it means to be part of us. You can sign up at the info point after the service. But over this month, we're going to be looking at 
who we are. And I wanted to look at the passage that Gary read to us in 2 Corinthians to help us see why we are called regions beyond. 2 Corinthians is written by Paul to the church in Corinth. We know this is at least the fourth letter that Paul writes to them, although we, we only have access to two of these letters, uh, 1 Corinthians and 2 Corinthians, just to make it really easy for us. And he, he's writing to these believers in Corinth. This is a church that he began, but we, he now finds himself in Macedonia. And he is writing because he has heard about some of the ways that they are acting, the way they are treating one another. And so 1 Corinthians, he writes to call them to repent. And at this point, many of them have by the time he, he writes what we now know as 2 Corinthians. Um, but he still has some concerns. He has a special concern because some of those who don't like him, some of those, uh, his, his opponents, they're trying to lead the church away from Paul's teaching. They, they've come to Corinth and they're questioning. They're saying, well, if Paul's that impressive, where is he? Why is he not with you? And if Paul's teaching is to be followed, uh, he, he's not very intelligent. He hasn't got very good words. And that's why he writes in verse 10, for some say his letters are weighty and forceful, but in person he is unimpressive and his speaking amounts to nothing. That fills me with confidence. If people felt Paul was unimpressive and his speaking amounts to nothing, you know, God uses people. You know, it's not about our gifts, how impressive we are, but they're saying, you know, Paul, well, you're not that impressive. Paul is writing to encourage the followers to the, the, the followers in that church to keep following Jesus. To, to follow what they've been taught. Not to be swayed by teachings of a, a gospel different to the gospel of grace that he presented to them. Because then he writes, We, however, will not boast beyond proper limits, but will confine our boast into the sphere of service God himself has assigned to us. A sphere that also includes you. We are not going too far in our boasting, as would be the case if we had not come to you, for we did get as far as you with the gospel of Christ. Neither do we go beyond our limits by boasting of the work done by others. You know, others wanted to boast about how God was using them and how they wanted to discredit Paul. Paul wanted to remind them, remember that God has called you, that Paul was faithful in bringing the gospel the truth of Jesus Christ to Corinth, so that they could experience salvation. He acknowledges it's not about him. It's not about how impressive he is. It's not about how big an empire he can build, but it is about seeing Jesus glorified and faithfully being obedient to what God has called us to. Over this month, we're going to focus on regions beyond. We're going to pray, be praying for our church family. We're going to be telling stories about what God is doing, celebrating what God is doing in the nations because he has called us into this family for a purpose. We need to be intentional and spend this month being intentional to connect into the bigger story of what God is doing. But we also recognize we're just a small part of what God is doing. There are many amazing churches in this city faithfully serving Jesus. You know, we actively give ourselves to being united with the churches in this city. You know, we get to be part of us as a church. We're part of the whole 2030 church planting initiative. We're also in relationship with many churches in this city. We're excited that we're going to join with around 20, probably more now, churches at the, the City Hall in December for a, a big City Carols event. And that's just in Hull. 
We know that God is doing so much more in this region, in this nation, and to the nations. We play a tiny part at this point in history. Because it's not about a church or a church movement, but it's about Jesus. It's about seeing him glorified. And Paul acknowledges that there are many doing the same job of making Jesus known, and it is the same for us. And yet, it doesn't mean that what we do doesn't matter. Paul realizes that in God's great plan, he has assigned Paul's area of influence to make Jesus and his saving grace known. He has given the church in Corinth this message of grace. That is at Paul's area of influence. He gives us at Jubilee an area of influence as a church and as a part of a family of churches. He has given us a responsibility to make Jesus known. As a church, he has given us an area of influence. Paul then shares about his hope for the church in Corinth. And this is where our name comes from. This is Paul's hope for the church in Corinth. Our hope is that as your faith continues to grow, our sphere of activity among you will greatly expand so that we can preach the gospel in the regions beyond you. For we do not boast about the work already done in someone else's territory, but let the one who boasts boast in the Lord. For it is not the one who commends himself who is, improved, who is approved, but the one whom the Lord commends. As our faith increases, our area of influence may greatly enlarge. This is an echo of the first task that Jesus gave to his disciples. Jesus spent three years with a group of, uh, a group of men teaching them the way of the kingdom. And then in Matthew 28, he instructs them to, he says, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded of you. And I am surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. This is a call to go and make disciples. That every follower of Jesus, if you know Jesus today, your call is to go and make disciples. Of seeing more people encounter Jesus. And then in Acts 1, we read about Jesus. He is with his disciples for his final time before he's taken up into heaven and he instructs them to wait for the Holy Spirit to come. And he says in Acts 1, 8, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all of Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Disciples filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, making disciples in the places that they are currently, in Jerusalem, Judea, then to the region, Samaria, and then to the ends of the earth. Regions Beyond started in South Africa, in a church called Dick Ben, in a small town called Clarence, with followers of Jesus taking this call seriously. It went to the town, to the region. It then went to the Samaria, over the border into Lesotho. You know, go to Dubai today in, your, in, in our regions beyond church there, you'll meet Fuzi Makwenya. He met Jesus as a teenager in the church in Clarence. He, and then he heard the call of God to move to Dubai. And through the church in Clarence, God is using him now in Dubai to help impact into the unreached people groups of the world. Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, ends of the earth. Clarence, Dubai, 
ends of the earth. And there are many, many stories that we could tell you of people who have taken this call seriously. We are here today because of people like Steve and Joe, people like Ellen, people like Cliff, people like Tim, wherever Tim is, somewhere, upstairs. He's upstairs on Explorers. People who said, no, we're going to take this call seriously. People who arrived in this city saying, we want to give our lives to seeing churches established and people meeting Jesus. Paul's hope for the church in Corinth is that the believers would grow in faith and it would result in the gospel being preached further than it currently is now. There is a call on us as a church. We are to go beyond our Jerusalem, beyond our Judea, to Samaria and then to the ends of the earth. We have seen people go east as a church as we planted River City Church. We have seen people go to the north as we planted Freedom Church. We have seen people move cities to Harrogate and Leicester and Liverpool and Sheffield and many more, taking the gospel into new places. You know, we don't want to be a church that goes places and sets up churches where next to churches that are already reaching people. That we want to take the gospel into areas where there are many who don't know Jesus. Many that don't have contact with followers of Jesus. You know, we have seen, as a regions beyond, we have seen people move continents to fulfill the call of God. It's never a case of if God calls us, but a case of when God calls us. And for some, that means we may never leave hope. But our call is to faithfully make disciples in our homes, in our streets, in our workplaces, in this place. For some, it may mean going to help establish new churches, maybe going to join our team at Freedom Church in North Hull or one of our future church plants, maybe going to resource an existing church. For some, it may mean moving to new nations. I have a friend who is in the process of moving from Netherlands to Malaysia because as a family, they have heard God speak. Whether it is going or staying, we all have a role to play in seeing the kingdom advance and Jesus made known. For Paul, it starts with our faith growing. We need to be equipped to be sent. Discipleship is a key part to being involved at Jubilee. Every week we have life groups meeting all around the region. As far west as um, Ferriby, as far east as Wivensey, these are places where family happens, where we are truly known, where we are encouraged, where we are challenged, where we are loved. If you're not part of a life group and you want to be part of one, come and speak to me today. Sign up today. We have our clusters where we meet in geographical locations, centrally, west, east, north. These are places of a connection, of equipping, of releasing if you're part of a life group, make engaging in clusters this season a priority. And we also need to hear from God. We pray not because we, we pray because we know it's not about our great strategy, but it's about hearing God and following Him. We've just got one more meeting for our month of prayer. If you've not been part of any of the stuff, make today the time. But if you feel like you've missed it this month, some of you, you have, but don't worry, because if you can flick the next slide up, please. As, as regions beyond, we're going, to be meet, we're going to be praying four times during October. 
two on a Wednesday at, at one o'clock for those who are able to, and two on a Saturday, all on Zoom. What we're going to do, it, it's a really wonderful time because what happens is you just see all these screens pop up and they're all over the world. And then at one point, if you use Zoom and you know what a breakout room is, you end up in a breakout room and you end up praying with people from India and from Mexico and from the States. And it's just, it's crazy. Um, but I tell you what, your, your faith level rises as you corporately pray together across the nations. If you don't have online access, the Wednesday meetings, we'll put them on a screen here, so come down and join us in this, in this building. But there is a warning as we start to talk about regions beyond, and this is just the intro. We're going to get into the detail over the next four weeks. This is being part of this family of churches is not for those who want a comfortable life. God is calling us to the regions beyond. It's kind of in the name. The regions beyond are the places outside of our comfort zones. There is sacrifice in following Jesus. He is the one who tells us that if we want to follow him, we've got to pick up our cross. Planting new churches costs us. Many of us have experienced that. We say goodbye to loved friends. It creates gaps in church life. It requires commitment and finances. But in losing, we see others gain. You are sat here today because of the sacrifices of others. River City, Freedom Church, the church in Pakistan, people in nations that you may probably ne never meet have benefited from your sacrifice. Seeing Jesus made known in our city and in our nation and to the nations comes with a cost. Do you know over 70% of the unreached people groups in the world with the gospel are classed as poor? Either materially poor, oppressed poor, different degrees of poverty. And we are passionate about reaching the poor. But that comes with responsibility because we do not see the poor as projects but as co-equals in the gospel. You know, that's, that's very different because it's easy to text give and your money when you're watching Comic Relief. When you're emotionally moved, we commit, though, to partnering, to saying, actually, we're gonna, we're gonna, we see you as co-equals. We're going to, as a country, we're very rich, so we have an increased responsibility to help fund some of the stuff that's going on, but we want to see them as co-equals. So we, you, what, you, you have no idea some of the impact that, you are, that the finance that we can raise in this country can have as we go into the nations. But we see, we see new ministries raising up. We see people raised up. You, know, you may one day be sat in a room with someone who says, you know, I was, I was in an unreached people group and I met Jesus and now I'm following him and I'm reaching new people. As part of this month, we're going to be joining with every church in regions beyond for our global offering, 22nd of October. Uh, and across the world, as a, as a family of churches, we're looking to raise around £250,000. It's going to support the work that we're doing in the nations. It's going to, we're going to be sharing more in the next couple of weeks, but this is going to be used to resource churches in poorer areas of the world. It's going to help establish new churches in this nation and to the nations. It's going to help care for the poor. It's going to help spread the gospel. It's going to help make disciples. It's a lot more comfortable to only care about what happens in our place. But as we give, we expand our influence and we see more people reached with the gospel. For some, we may literally find ourselves going to the regions beyond. 
new churches being planted in this region and this nation. Maybe for some going even further. I'd love to send some people from here to go and join our friends who are planting into Malaysia. Wouldn't that be wonderful? I'd love to send people from Hull to help establish churches in Europe, in Belgium, in Latvia, in France. This month, let us give ourselves to engaging with our worldwide family. And as we do that, let us be open to what God is going to say to us as we make him known here, in this nation, and to the nations. 2 Corinthians 10, 15-16, Gary read it earlier. Our hope is that as your faith continues to grow, our sphere of activity among you will greatly expand so that we can preach the gospel in the regions beyond you. Would you stand with me? I feel like what, as over this month, I feel like God is going to do, do a couple of things. Um, probably three, actually, specifically. I think, firstly, for some people, as we talk about the nations, it's going to make you feel uncomfortable because actually what you've made following Jesus about is about what you can get out of it. And that's subtle. We, it can happen to all of us. It's not condemnation at all because sometimes that is. It's like, oh, well, this is what I need and, 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 and this is what I want to get out of church. And, and if you find yourself Sunday afternoon feeling like, oh, that was a... I found like I got a lot from this morning. Maybe that's a sign. And I feel like God is, as he lifts our eyes and our gaze to the bigger picture, for some of us, we're just going to go, oh, it's going to release us, actually. There's a lot of freedom found in that when you realize that the center of the world is not you. So much freedom. I have to be regularly be reminded of that. Um, and for some of us, as we lift our eyes, it's going to make us feel uncomfortable because we realize we made following Jesus about why I can get out of it. And God's going to lift our eyes again. And it's going to be wonderful freedom to be found in that. Secondly, for some of us, we're just going to learn to pray. We're going to learn to stand with our brothers and sisters across the world. When you hear about those, what is going on in the nations, God is going to just put seeds of faith in your heart where you're, going to, you're suddenly going to find yourself, I'm praying with more zeal for these places. I'm, I've never been to this place, but as we pray for this nation, suddenly, oh, my heart is connected. And you're going to find yourself uh, interceding for the nations. Uh, and, and thirdly, I feel like there is, there's going to be, for some people, there is going to be that sense of God is going to go, I'm calling you to go. And that might not be immediately, but I feel like out of this month, if we give ourselves to this, I feel like for some, God is going to call us. God is going to speak places in our hearts. God is going to speak new towns to be reached. God is going to reach, speak new nations. And I think he actually is going to do that across our churches. I, I, it won't, I, it's not going to surprise me, because I know this is how God works, if suddenly what he does in this month is he starts to speak to multiple churches about the same areas where God is going to speak to one church and they're going to say, we feel God is saying this. Another church is going to say, oh, we feel like God is saying this as well. And suddenly what we're going to find is people from all over the nations moving into one place to see new places reached. But I also feel like God is going to speak about some of the regions where we're going to reach. And, and, and I, I talk 
If you've been around me for any amount of time, you know that I just like to throw out random places. So I'm just going to do that now. But I feel like God may speak uh, around, um, you know I'm passionate about planting on the coast. So, you know, whether it's Hornsey or Wivensey, uh, somewhere on the coast, maybe God's going to speak to you. Maybe God is going to speak about establishing something in, in Barton uh, and and maybe that'll be you maybe people specifically being called to go and join the stuff that we're just starting to start doing in West Hull with with filling the team there um, and so let us be open to it and so let us be open to what God is speaking about and if you knew and none of this makes any sense join us for lunch next week and we'll tell you more but let us pray Heavenly Father, I thank you that we are here because someone took that call to go. (laughs) That the gospel came into this nation because people were willing to go. That the gospel came into this region because people were willing to go. Lord, I thank you for the primitive Methodists and those initial pioneers who first brought the gospel into our city. Lord, I thank you for the, the people who came from Middlesbrough and other places to plant Jubilee Church Hall. I thank you for those people who brought the gospel to us, whether that was on an alpha course, whether it was a family member who shared, faithfully shared, whether it was a parent who read Bible stories when we were little and brought us up in the faith, whether it was just an encounter with someone on the internet, whatever it was, I thank you for each person who led us to Christ. And Lord, I pray even in this month as we look at our family, as we look at it, I pray you would speak to us about going to the regions beyond us. Lord, that we would, be, we would fulfill that hope that Paul had, that as our faith rises, our sphere of influence would greatly increase and that we would go to the regions beyond. And I pray for those who know that God is speaking to them about going, even now, would faith rise? Would faith rise in their hearts? Or would you use us to advance your kingdom here and to the nations? In the name of Jesus, amen.